Your views, your news, your limerick today with Gillian Devlin in for Jonash on Live 95. Now, we've had ongoing coverage on the show about approved housing bodies bulk buying homes in the Castle Troy area and many contributors to the show say potential home buyers will not be in a position to privately buy or rent new homes in a number of the developments while others say the developments will afford lower income workers the opportunity to buy their home in a market they've been priced out of. One of the approved bodies, Circle VHA, is acquiring some of the homes and their CEO, John Hannigan, joins us this morning. He's also chairman of the Housing Alliance and board member of the Irish Council for Social Housing. Good morning to you, John. Good morning, Gillian. How are you doing? I'm good. John, can you first of all explain to our listeners who exactly Circle VHA are? Certainly. Uh, Circle is a what's known as an approved housing body, or people might know them more commonly as a housing association. And we've been in existence for about 20 years, and we provide social and cost rental homes across the country in about 21 different local authorities at this time. Uh, and our, our mission really and our, our purpose is to make sure that we're providing homes for people in housing need. Uh, so we, we pride ourselves on being able to do that and have done quite a good job of that, I believe, over the last 20 years. Uh, and what properties will Circle be acquiring and can you give us some details on them? Yeah, certainly. Uh, well, first of all, over the next three years, we'll be uh, delivering nearly 3,000 homes across the country uh, in terms of social and cost rental. And in Limerick in particular, we're hoping to be able to deliver up to 400 homes, uh, which will be a mix of cost rental and social homes uh, over the next three years as well, specifically. Uh, at the moment, we're in the process of completing a, a deal uh, to purchase 113 homes in Castle Troy. Uh, which is part of a bigger uh, phased uh, development of 224 homes. And of that 224 homes, will there be homes that will be for sale on the private market as well? Uh, no, there won't be. Uh, overall, the majority will be for either uh, th- there'll be social, there'll be cost rental, and then will be there will be affordable purchase homes. Uh, so that's a scheme that's run by the local authorities. Uh, where people who are struggling to get a mortgage in the current market because of the requirements uh, may be able to apply to the local authority for purchase of some homes. Okay, so uh, let me understand this. If they go through that scheme, they still will own the home as opposed to a cost rental home where you don't actually own it. You can have it for life, but it's not yours. Yep. Okay, that's correct. Yeah, on the on the affordable purchase, the local authority take what's known as an equity share, so they own a little bit of the home for a period of time to make it cheaper for people to buy. But you can buy that out over time. You will own the majority of the home uh, for uh, for your life, obviously, uh, or for as long as you want the home, and then you can buy out the local authority over time. Okay, uh, John. <sighs> There has been an argument that's been put forward by various stakeholders across Limerick in terms of how this is panning out. Obviously, it's wonderful that people who've been priced out of the market for such a long time are now getting the opportunity to be perhaps rent uh, a home that they want at an affordable rent because it's a cost rental one or people are coming off Mm -hmm. the housing list, which, you know, we already have, I think, it's over 2,000 anyway on Mm -hmm. the housing list here in Limerick. Uh, So all of that is very positive. But Mm -hmm. there's another group that is being pushed out now and that is 
the group of people who have been looking to buy a new home um, for themselves because Mm. there doesn't seem to be any new houses being built for those people because they're all being bought up by the likes of Circle or Cluid or other housing bodies. Yeah, yeah. And I hear this on a regular basis. And the reality of it is that we do need all forms of housing to be delivered. One of the things that uh, I can say about the Housing uh, Alliance or Circle is that what we do is we, we ensure that we build and buy houses that are open in, in all kinds of tenures. So we try and have a mixed tenure approach where we have social and, and cost rental and where possible some for sale. Now, one of the things that's required at this point in time is that uh, we this, in Limerick in Fernstrom have been quite innovative in terms of looking for and ensuring that there's a mix within every local authority, every local scheme that's built Uh, and that includes making sure that we have this cost rental that we have this affordable for sale that there is also the opportunity for what they call right-sizing older persons homes and social housing uh, people coming off the social housing waiting list so there is a mix happening and I think one of the things that people probably don't understand and, um, and that's because we probably haven't explained it well enough is that a lot of the homes that we are purchasing would not have gotten built at all if the housing associations weren't there to be able to do it. So by looking for and buying the social and cost rental homes, we're actually ensuring that other homes get built alongside them as well. Uh, and I think what we're Why trying to assure is that, that there's a mix. Why wouldn't they have been built? Because there if there's a market there and there's a demand. Yeah, the, the viability and the cost and then the sale price for the homes when they go to the market is one of the critical difficulties at this point in time. We're all aware house prices have gone up between 12 and 15%, particularly in the, in the Limerick area over the last period of time, as has rents. Uh, so what's happening is we're pricing out those people who may be first-time buyers. We're pricing out people on moderate levels of income because the macroeconomic rules from the central bank mean that unless you can afford a home in three and a half times your salary, you're probably not going to buy a home. And the reality of homes these days at 250000 as a as a, an average in the Limerick area means you have to be earning quite a considerable level of salary to be able to buy a home. Now, what and we're trying to do with the that's cost been rental... Put, yeah, right? but another argument so. that's been put forward that I have heard is that approved housing bodies mm. are buying units at a price perhaps above the market value or, and, and therefore are pushing the prices up. No, I can. I would absolutely refute that. And if, if anybody's got evidence, I'd love to understand that. I know from a circle perspective, because we're buying homes in bulk, we are actually getting a discount. We're actually getting them at lower than the market price or at the market price. We're not pushing the price up at all. And one of the things that we have to ensure in order to get approval to do it, and our approval process comes both from the local authority and also from the Department of Housing, is that we have to be buying them at a value that's actually uh, appropriate for those particular areas. The area where that's a little bit different is where it comes to apartment building and apartment apartments that are for sale because apartments are notoriously more expensive than the value that they are provided at. Uh, so as a result of that, sometimes apartments can be a little bit more expensive than the value, but not in homes, not in houses. In houses, we tend to buy at or below the market price. So I doubt that we're pushing the prices up. What we're trying to ensure is that houses get built and if houses don't get built, then we have the continuing, what I believe is an emergency rather than a crisis. I don't actually, I think we're going beyond crisis level in terms of the level of housing that's required. Uh, and it is important that we make sure more and more homes get built. And thankfully, the approved housing bodies are helping to do that. John, talk to me about how these homes are, are allocated and this lottery mm. system that exists. 
Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, none of us want a lottery system uh, at this point, but the reality is there are so few homes to make it as fair as possible. They, the state have put in place a lottery system. Uh, now, the, the way that the homes are actually allocated is uh, purely on a random basis, so people have to apply, but they have to meet the requirement for the eligibility for uh, the homes. And the, the, some of the critical things on the eligibility is that they're earning uh, less than €59,000, and if you take that at the average pay in Ireland at this point in time is about 35000 that's not a huge amount of money above what would be uh, deemed uh, appropriate for people who want to live in social housing, because social housing is at 34000 uh, So 59000 in, so in Limerick. 50, uh, that's, is that a combined you, salary? So if you, if you have a couple, yes. they, they both have yeah, to, have a their combined income has to be below 59000 59,000, that's it, yeah. And also that they're in, not in receipt of any social support, housing supports at this point in time. So they can't be on rent supplement or HAP, uh, that they don't own a property. Um, there is a, an issue that we are looking at in terms of the appropriate size of the property for the people who want to rent it uh, and that they can afford to pay for their home. And in particular, what we try and achieve is that the rent that people are paying is not more than 35% of the net income. Uh, and that kind of makes sure that it's affordable, that makes sure that they have uh, sufficient resources to be able to pay and live uh, and have a quality of life for their family. Uh, so, and that they make the application. And the, uh, unfortunately, the application is, is um, I won't say it's complicated, but it does require the usual stuff you'd expect to see on any rental. So we're looking for uh, proof of pay, we're looking at proof of income, that kind of stuff. And there's a list of documentation that people have to provide. Once you make all those, uh, once you, and then you have to apply through the lottery system, uh, which can be done either through our website or through daft.ie advertisement when it's actually out. Now, it's not live yet, but it will be in the next couple of weeks. So we, what we'd say to people is today they'll be able to get as much information about eligibility, what they need to use to apply, the different documentation, uh, so they can be preparing for this application once the properties come online. Um, and then they'll see that it will be live very shortly on our website. So this is 113 homes. They're two- and three-bedroom houses. They're in the Castle Troy yes. area. For yes. 113 homes... John, how many would you? How many applications are you expecting for that lottery? Well, of the, of the 113, uh, 57 are cost rental. Uh, the other 56 are social homes, uh, so people come off social housing waiting list. Uh, so the 57. And who chooses who comes off the housing list? Like, is is that the council will make those decisions as to it how those council. homes yeah. are allocated? You don't have yeah, a role in that at all. No, what we, we don't have a role in the, the allocation process. So what happens is we uh, we let the council know when they're ready for a letting, and that will be very soon. Uh, the council send us across a list of 56 names, uh, which are nominations effectively from their waiting list. We will then interview the individuals, but we uh, accept almost 98% of the people that we come. The only reason we might not accept somebody is because there may be an issue, uh, which means they're not suitable for that particular location uh, for one reason or another. There are very specific reasons, but not many. Uh, so we would take, I'd say, 98%, 99% people off the off the social housing waiting list. And if we, if there's somebody who doesn't qualify for whatever reason, we go back to the local authority and look for a replacement for them. So eventually, we will get 100% of the people from the local authority waiting list for the social housing uh, homes that we have. Uh, in terms of the 57 cost rental. Um, sorry, the, I'm not sure what, I can't remember what your question was. I, I was uh, asking, but, like, um, so, um, because I said 113 homes, but only 57 are going yes. into the lottery, is that right? That's right, in yeah. the initial so phases. Yeah, of, there will be another phase. Later. Of that, for that 57, for those 57 in the initial yes. phase, 
How many do you expect to apply for the lottery? Well, that's really interesting. Uh, experiences elsewhere have shown us that anything from 10 times to 20 times the number uh, of homes that are available are usually applied for. Um, so we are expecting anything from you know, 500 to 1,000 uh, people to apply for these homes as a minimum. Uh, and the, the reality is that it could be more. Oh, my God. John, that's just its heartbreaking. It's just the idea. I mean, it's a bit it like we, we've all we all remember the times of um, people sleeping in their cars in queues for you know to get a new housing de- uh, house in new housing developments. Okay. Um, but the idea that you're going into a lottery and you have a one in twenty chance. Yes, I know it is. It is as you say, heartbreaking is the right word. And our, we've learned lots of lessons from years gone by when the crash was uh, just before the crash, and we were had the, had the madness, as you say, of those twenty four, forty eight hours waiting uh, outside uh, an office to open. Thankfully, now the electronic age allows us to do it online. But as you say, one in twenty. Now, the, hopefully, the good news is that over the next two years three years, you will see a very significant number of cost rental homes become available across the country, which will mean that people will have the opportunity to apply in their local area for the home that they want to live in at a rent that they can afford. Mm-hmm. And our intention of the cost rental process overall, and the state's intention of it, is actually to help push down market pricing over time. Um, and if we if we get this right, then what we would hope to see is over time, the market rents actually reduce. Uh, so that homes become more affordable from a rental perspective. Now, obviously, we also, everybody wants to be able to afford and buy their own home. Um, I would suggest living in a social or cost rental home is equally as good, as you might expect me to say. Uh, and we've done some research which demonstrates that. In fact, it demonstrates it from a financial perspective. It can be very advantageous for uh, a family over, over their lifetime. Uh, but the reality is that we also want to see uh, people being able to buy and own their own home. And we're hoping that all of the housing that's being provided now over the next two to three years and uh, the housing association sector uh, will provide at least 12,000 homes over the next three years uh, to help with the, the requirements. Now, we have still have a requirement for thousands, hundreds of thousands of homes, but at least in the next three years, we know that we will be doing our piece. Okay, well, I want to bring in Niall Morrissey is from HISCO, that's the Housing Infrastructure Services mm. Company. Niall, can you explain to me who are HISCO and how are you contributing to providing housing to the market. Yes, good morning, Gillian. Um, so HISCO was formed by Cork County Council and the National Treasury Management Agency with the simple objective that we provide infrastructure that's holding up residential development anywhere in the country. And uh, it's important to point out that we provide that infrastructure for all different tenures, that's private, social, cost, rental, affordable. It doesn't matter. We're there to try and make sure that... that residential development is not held back by the lack of infrastructure. So I suppose just to explain that in, 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 a, in, in a real, with a real-life example, at, we are currently building a ring road north of Florida at the moment, which will facilitate up to 5,000 homes. Those 5,000 homes uh, could not either start their, their um, development or could not get planning until this piece of infrastructure was in place. So at the moment, we're building that road. We've engaged the contractor and the, and the professional team and our uh, 85% through that project should be finished by Christmas. And on the back of that, uh, we have legal agreements with the benefiting developers who will pay us an agreed sum per unit, which is only payable when those units are sold or first leased. So 
no one developer had come up with the full amount of cash to try and build a ring road, which would be impossible for them to, to source the finance for and and share that risk. So HISCO is taking on that risk, building the road and dividing the cost on a per unit basis among the benefiting developers. And as I said just previously, they do not have to pay us until the house is sold or first leased, which is when their first income is coming in the door. All right, clever. And how are you funded? So we borrow our money from the Ireland Strategic Investment Fund, which is controlled and managed by the National Treasury Management Agency. So we have a very clear line of funding available to to, um, fund such projects. And uh, we're also doing uh, other ones in Kilkenny and Tree. And we have a huge one outside of Cork City in a place called Ballyvillan, where we're delivering the the on-site infrastructure in that case, uh, distributor road, undergrounding KV lines, upgrading the boundary road outside uh, to support the delivery of 753 units. Now, I'm very happy for Drogheda and Cork, I really am. But tell us, can you, are you going to do anything for Limerick? Yeah, we're currently looking at two, two developments in Limerick. Um, look, we're, going, we're in the early stages of legal, so I can't really divulge generally who they are. But in, in terms of general locations, um, we're, we're looking at, at units in Raheen and in Mungridge. And it, the, same, the same concept will be there in terms of they are two particularly expensive sites to develop. So, again, this will come in and delivers that on-site infrastructure, giving the developer a cash flow, cash flow break at the beginning, allowing him to get, get going, get started and get his sales going, and then he comes in and pays us for these two months have been sold. So, I mean, the other reason I'm on here this morning, I suppose, Gillian, is to make people aware in the pretty developers and landowners in the Limerick city and county and, and wider area that HISCO is up and running and is is very anxious to speak to developers who may have difficult sites or particularly challenging infrastructure to live to deliver both on site and off site uh, in the area and you know encourage them to make contact with HISCO and chat out their developments and we might be the solution to get them going and get them up and running. Okay, well positive things are happening there. Um John, just anybody who's listening and is interested in uh getting their name on the list for the lottery uh, uh, for those houses in Castle Troy. How do they go about doing that? Okay, well, the first thing to do is to keep an eye on our website, which is www.circlevha, Voluntary Housing Association, vha.ie. And you'll see today that there is an opportunity to uh, read all about it, read about what you need to do from an eligibility perspective and what documentation you're going to need. In the next two weeks, the advertisements and also the the lottery will go live. And at that point, people will be able to make the application through the lottery scheme. It's literally a click on a button, fill in a few details, and then uh, you will get uh, a notification, an email uh, from the lottery system to say that you've been selected or, unfortunately, that you haven't. Uh, and at that point, then the application process starts in real time, which is loading up your documentation. Uh, and then there'll be a, a discussion and, and conversation with uh, the staff from Circle in respect of the homes. Okay, well, uh, thanks for, so much, John Hannigan of Circle VHA joining us on Limer Today. And also our thanks to Niall Morrissey of HISCO, the Housing Infrastructure Services Company. Clearly, things are happening in the housing market. Um, it's a slow process, but there's certainly positive things happening out there. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on-